There are five Old Testament books that were read and sung during times of feasting and celebration. The Song of Solomon during Passover. But what is this book all about? Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Thomas Schreiner wrote these words about the Song of Solomon. The message of the scriptures is not only that Yahweh is king over his people, but also that his people will see the king in his beauty, that they will revel in his promise, and that knowing him will be all-satisfying. The Edenic and paradisaical love between a man and a woman is the closest analogy on earth to the delights and pleasures of the love that marks Christ's relationship to his church. Hear now from Song of Solomon, chapter 7, Verses 6 through 9a. How beautiful and how delightful you are, my love, with all your charms. Your stature is like a palm tree, and your breasts are like its clusters. I said, I will climb the palm tree, I will take hold of its fruit stalks. Oh, may your breasts be like the clusters of the vine, and the fragrance of your breath like apples, and your mouth like the best wine. There are some who believe that the Song of Solomon is all about the intimate love between Solomon and his wife, and therefore it paints a picture of a wonderful monogamous marriage. There are others who believe that the book is all about and reflects the spiritual love between Christ and his bride, the church. Like many, I don't believe it's an either-or. It's a both-and we cannot miss that it is indeed about a wonderful monogamous marriage and the intimacy between a man and his wife. But we also must realize that it points to something beyond itself. It points to Christ and his bride. It's far easier for us to understand how a man could love a woman in such ways as our text describes and as this book describes. But oftentimes we stumble when we consider that these words, here in our text and throughout this book, are also reflective of the love of Christ for us. When we rightly understand how unlovely we are in and of ourselves, and that collectively our righteousness is as filthy rags, it makes sense that it's difficult to think that any of this has anything to do with any of us. Can Christ truly see his bride, the church, as beautiful? Love us as intimately. Delight in us as fully as what the words of our passage convey. As his bride, we have the beauty of holiness. We have been joined in the perfect bond of unity in love. And we are his great delight as a precious gift to him from the Father. We are a part of the intimate eternal 
love of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that has existed from eternity. We've been engulfed into that. And that is how Christ can see us in such a way. You still aren't convinced? All right. Read Psalm 45, Matthew 25, 1 through 13. Read Ephesians 5, 22 through 33. And also consider what is declared to us in the book of Revelation. Let us rejoice and be glad and give glory to him. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. It was given to her to clothe herself in fine linen, bright and clean. For the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Then he said to me, Write, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are true words of God. And also this, And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, made ready as a bride adorned for her husband. Come here, I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. <laughs>